Welcome to the Sugar Honey Ice Tea Pod, where we talk about all the shits, the bullshit, the dope shit, and the real shit that life brings us. I'm Amber Marie. And I'm Christina Marie. Welcome. Welcome back, guys. Yes. Okay. So we're just going to jump right in there. Um, this is episode two of the relaunch. Um the past two weeks god damn it's a lot uh, it is a lot actually so over the last two weeks today is what is today february 27th so yes about one more day of black history week, one more day happy black history month everybody um <laughs> even though it's all year round as kori has told me um but about mm-hmm. a week and a half ago and i want to say it lasted a it lasted for about a good five or six days um texas experienced the worst snowstorm that could have come and they were not prepared and not the people of houston but the cities as well as the power plants water plants like anything and and i would say to an extent people weren't prepared because they're not used to it so they don't you know there's certain things they don't know um, to prepare but that it, it's a it was just devastating um watching it because you know we are in a world of social media so you know we don't solely have to rely on the news to get information like people were you know when they were able mm-hmm. to I'm sure people mm-hmm. were actually recording and posting mm-hmm. what was going on and you know if they either people lost water and it was turned off or power or both and not everybody lost both of them at the same time or you know some lost either or um but you know there were people who in order to salvage their food is putting their food in bags and then setting them outside like I could I couldn't even imagine I couldn't Here's even imagine. my eggs in the snow yeah. just so I don't waste because we can't afford to waste food like we still at need all yeah and yeah. Christina and I are both from Colorado where we're used to this so the mm-hmm. city is always prepared with um snow plows the the power companies are prepared so it what was really disheartening and really just sad and I would also say pathetic is the government and the power company you talking about Ted Cruz and some I'm talking about Ted Cruz I'm talking about there was a smaller town I, I'm not gonna say the town because I just don't even don't quote me on it I just can't even remember but mm-hmm. um their mayor and stuff but just to see that the government and the power companies were going like pointing the finger just having this blame game conversation publicly mm-hmm. instead of actually helping people like helping taking the, the time to figure it out to ha- actually help people where people are trying to figure it out and because they're trying to figure it out because they don't know mm-hmm. they're losing their lives mm-hmm. for instance like there there were people who were dying of um 
Interesting. Carbon monoxide poisoning. Carbon monoxide poisoning. I know exactly Why? what you're Because say. what do we do? As like, you know, now I don't know what other communities or cultures do. I know what we do as black people, especially when um when you're when you're poor and shit. And mm-hmm. you know what we used to do if the heat wasn't like fully doing enough for us or our parents didn't want to use um how they the uh, the electricity bill go high like you know we would turn on the oven if it was a gas oven and open the oven so it heats up the house so that's what they were mm-hmm. doing mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. or they're going in their cars and starting their cars just to get some type of warmth because it was getting down to like nearly damn near zero degrees which again they're not used to this and they couldn't even open their garage because there was no electricity so they're it's like it's just ridiculous you know shame on the company the power companies and stuff and from what I hear is you you have a choice to be able to prepare your um your system or your plan to winterize it or to winterize it and Mm -hmm. somebody up there at Mm -hmm. the table made the motherfucking executive decision to not winterize Mm -hmm. it and then you got government officials it even came up again social media right ted cruz had a tweet i don't know if you saw this or not but you know motherfuckers on twitter Mm -hmm. they're gonna search they're gonna find them old tweets and it said Mm -hmm. i would um he'll do something when texas freezes over i can't remember what it is and somebody brought it up and was like here you go here you go. You, and the fact and the fact and what it is even more pathetic i would say is that you as a as a, an elected official mm-hmm. an elected official instead of going instead of being out there with your constituents and thugging it out with your constituents and understanding what they're going through and going through what they're going through so that you can relate and understand and because it's part of your issue too um you sent your family you and your family went dipped out but you threw your kids underneath the bus like girl like girl (laughs) y'all dipped out y'all dipped out south of the border a border that you was anyway i'm not even gonna go there yeah the irony but y'all dipped out like on your as an elected official like you are a you are a voted like elected official like you have a civic duty and responsibility to your constituents and you dipped out yeah that is motherfucking privilege if that if that ain't privilege the fucking audacity right so i mean i've seen all those videos yeah that i've seen it was just like it was it was very sad seeing like i think people's uh a lady's fish tank her daughter's fish tank had completely froze ceiling fan was frozen like like you said the food and people dying of the carbon monoxide poisoning just trying to stay warm it was just a lot it's too much to take but do you know anybody yeah. who's out in Houston or like were you able to talk to I don't know anybody out there uh-uh. yeah. actually I know people but not anyone that I talked to but I have been keeping up with a few folks like on social media and they were okay and weren't affected but yeah I have a, a um yeah I have a friend who's out there and so I personally didn't, I, I tried to make an effort not to actually call anyone because I didn't know what was going on. So I would just send a like a quick text, like just checking in on you. 
Um, but when I was able to talk to her, like she actually lost both um, power and water and mm-hmm. the shit that she like had like was going through I'm like I could not imagine could right. not imagine because then of course I'm asking like how'd you guys use the bathroom how'd you like eat and stuff and they had to she had to snack the entire time and then even yeah. just use the restroom it was like going to get snow letting that milk to put it in the the pot the the, the uh, part of the what's the part what's the part for Sam I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> okay, anyway, the part of the, where all the water go through. <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah. telling you, I'm such an auntie. Um, just to be able to flush the toilet, the tank. Yeah. It, like, just girl, to be able to flush the toilet. Girl, yeah. yeah. So it, it it's just, it, it's really sad. But what, what we will be doing, because there are a ton of resources to help um, those who have been affected um, and need resources, but we will be um, providing some links in the description box of this episode, um, and, as well as posting it on social media um, if you mm-hmm. or anybody you know need any resources. But yeah, yeah, Do you have a lot. My thoughts that? and prayers. My thoughts and prayers are with no, the people down sure. there. Like you, just really want to have a government that's going to support you. People are going to be there for you. So, you know, anything that I can do, I'm definitely going to do. Try to donate things and mm-hmm. whatever, you know. But um, no, not really. It's been a lot for the last two weeks. Um, yeah, nothing really. Else. Awesome. Thank you for covering that information for us. Of course. Yeah, of course. we need to know and stay on top of that as well. Yeah, we do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. all right should we kick it over to the lessons from therapy yes we need to after that it's like we need therapy seeing all of that we're seeing in the world you know but yeah <clears throat> what was your lesson from therapy this week um I wouldn't even say this week um just some lessons from therapy that I've gained it, it hasn't even sorry my lesson it's not anything particular that my therapist has given me, but I, this is just a lesson for me being in therapy, but um, it's the being mindful of the messages that my words and my actions send to other people. Um, and where that lesson came up from is just, you know, really talking about childhood and my therapist was just constantly like asking me you know just in talking about childhood trauma and telling her the things that was said to me or the actions that or lack thereof that was occurring around me with adults in my life um and she was like you just have to be mindful and think about you know the messages Mm -hmm. that Mm -hmm. that sent to you and um that's definitely affected me because even in my my life now I in talking to anybody or they're talking to me or treating me a certain type of way I like I I have been trying to make an effort to just stop and think um what message do I feel like that's sending me if whether it be positive or negative whether it be positive or negative (laughs) and most of the time negative because you you know things happen and I like what I'm dealing with is the self-worth 
you know, part and Mm -hmm. somebody could say something, but they're not directly saying that you're unworthy, but either they said something or didn't do something. And it just made me feel like I'm unworthy. So that was like the message that I'm getting. So, yeah. What about you? Hmm. That's interesting. Self-worth. We're going to obviously always touch back to that where we're dealing with that, but are you taking the active steps to work on that now? Which part? The me being mindful or the self-worth yeah. part? The self-worth. More of the... No. No. Honesty. Honesty is what we needed. Yeah, I'll talk about it in, in my plan and I'll tell you why. But my answer to that is no. I will, I will just not to take up a lot of time, but I will touch on it more in in Amber's planet okay Okay. yeah well I say for me so for the last a couple sessions ago my therapist said not in this order but she always asked me like what are you doing or what did you do this week to take care of yourself Mm -hmm. and um I have some notes here if y'all see me flipping through but um three things that she said to me not in this order is what do you what are you need want and deserve and so I was like okay and um for me when she said that to me it made me think back to separate times when I've like talked about myself to other people how I talk to myself as far as the things that I feel like I need want and deserve and I think that I don't have like a good definition of that like I guess just taking it back to your self-worth like am I worthy of needing this am I worthy of wanting this or worthy of deserving this said time and so for me um it just made me want really want to check in. Like when I'm talking to other people about myself, how do I speak about myself? And what are some of the things that I say? You know, I think for a long time, black women have been the she rose to everybody, the everything to everybody and everybody's body. But we forget about our own freaking body. It's like, what about my body, my mind, my mental health? And what do I need for myself? Mm So it's like, just, I think I'm really learning like what I need to be a better caretaker of myself. Yeah. And not just like take from social media and not just surface level things. Like it's not just all about self-care Sunday and doing some yoga and not to say that those things don't help and they can just be an added part, but like really start peeling back the layers of what does Amber need? What does Amber want, need and deserve? What does Christina need? So it's just like, I need more time to, I need more sleep. I need more me time. I deserve this bed or these sheets because I want to sleep good like I'm not getting good sleep like we are still in this pandemic and it's like I want good sleep so just you know being better about that um in life because it needs to happen you know remember yourself so it's like I want like I wrote it down on my mirror with a little sharpie marker so that way I remember these things and be realistic and be honest with yourself like and don't Oh, you won't always have to be so humble when it comes to those things. Like, you know, I'm learning that from you. So I just want, I didn't write that down, but like, you know, you deserve like a nice candle or something nice. Like, and when we were talking about candles and things like that, it's like, it's nothing wrong with wanting something nicer than what Mm -hmm. you're using. A nice expensive ass candle too. You deserve. (laughs) If you want to spend a motherfucking $200 on a candle, you can do it i mean don't like be if to you go can broke. you can <laughs> if you can be don't realistic. spend your rent money on it but if you <laughs> on can, a candle you know said don't be homeless with a nice candle and i mean it may happen and you know life happens we are all going through it but i'm just saying take care of you and like mm-hmm. really 
sit down with self and tell yourself what do you want need and deserve yeah do you do so did your therapist like say to do that like daily like ask yourself that daily or is that just a a journal prompt I don't think you really told me to do it daily, but now it's something that I'm trying to remember to incorporate in my day. Like I may not even say it, but I just think about the things that I really want. I may not say it completely, but you know, today may just be a want day. What do I want from today? What do I want to eat? What do I want to watch? Yeah. Not what is everybody else doing? Yeah. So. Got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was good. I love lessons from therapy me too like I don't see your therapist but I'm going to take some jewels and some gems from the things that you bring to the show for, for sure. me. And I'm like damn I never would have thought about that for sure you know yep 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 well that all was right. lessons from therapy whoop, whoop 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 um all right so this week drops of joy I have some things I want to bring so today is February 27th We have one more day of Black History Month and like this drop of joy, I'm on social media a lot sometimes. It's just a lot of scrolling, you know, like the rest of us just out here on the Explorer page. And like this drop of joy is really just Black people in general, like Mm -hmm. melanated people just, Mm -hmm. I really get a certain kind of like, feel me. I get a certain kind of joy and warmth from within my heart from seeing other Black people and their spirit of joy and just doing things that they truly enjoy as children as mothers as grandmothers our families just kicking it I've been following videos of like black girls just out here skating when the sun is going down and I'm like damn we look so fly when the sun is setting like what do, do they mean? be dressed yellow the, the yes. art, I'm like do they be dressed out they yes. shorts on or whatever like yes. are they dressed fly like froze like shortcut there's this girl in Chicago I forgot her name but sometimes she has on she's at home and she's like modeling lingerie or something but she's skating and she's like she's nice as fuck on the skate you know what I'm saying and so I'm just like look at us so this draft of joy really is just dedicated to the joy of seeing black people the joy that black people have and that we bring to this world and to this culture, you know, I just think like, it just makes me happy. And sometimes I like to think that it's like my ancestors are like my people from within. That's just really happy to see us still out here thriving and doing things and breaking, you know, a lot of certain records and norms and things like that. Like it just brings me joy. So shout out to you, black woman and shout out to you, whoever's watching this. Okay. Shout out to you. But um, also special shout out to the meals that I've been creating because like I want to eat good food and like my shit's been popping. So I've been on TikTok. You do like to eat. Well, not TikTok, but I do like to eat. I'm not on TikTok, but I do like to eat. And I've been like trying all types of recipes and shit. And so I hope y'all are eating good. Because Christina definitely be eating good. I'm eating good. I'm eating good over here. I can't lie. so that's this week's drop of joy black people awesome yes all right and now it's time for amber's planets yes so you know mine's is probably a little bit heavier (laughs) over here just Mm because this is where i'm at in this healing journey of mine but something that I've just been really struggling to get through 
um, and just what I want to bring attention to because, you know, there's probably somebody watching or listening or someone out there who completely can relate to this and that is called self-sabotage. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. and I have really, I would say I'm just, I'm in this phase of being like angry and having like some rage, but mostly like just towards myself because I have really been self-sabotaging. Like, you you know, the phrase, if you know better, you do better. No, I know mm-hmm. better. And I definitely have not been doing better. And I just cannot figure out like what it is. There's, there's no fear around it. And, um, of like why I've been self-sabotaging and not making the effort or putting forth the effort into really like addressing what I need to address like I've just definitely been purposely avoiding it and that's where the it's it's not like I've been I'm in the mindset because I'm an avoider but no I've been like purposely like actually like making the choice to um avoid this but you know one of the things that came up this week when I was talking to um a friend of mine it was just general talk it wasn't like anything but she just said something that made me think um about self-sabotage but in the sense of when you're when I I've been let me just not generalize this so I'm about to switch up my wording so I've come up with and lived a toxic and just unhealthy life for 32 goddamn years right my mindset does not know how to fathom anything healthy Mm -hmm. so I believe that is where the self-sabotage is coming from is because it's not comprehending that living a healthy life is something real Mm mm-hmm you know mm-hmm. so like hey, living a healthy life is a foreign concept like a consistent foreign yeah. life yeah mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. so that is something I, I like I can it just like you know I can't remember exactly like what she said but she just had it was again just general talk it was just but she has just said something and I was just like hmm Mm-hmm. like that makes total sense which is why earlier when I was telling you like because it had me <laughs> asking myself like do, do, do I really want to be fully healthy though like you know like mm-hmm. can't is it going to be boring like these are just questions I just naturally I like seriously about. am like thinking about like you know like mm-hmm. r- really because I don't want to be fake healthy like you know I don't want to be this person that's out here like on this podcast or just you know on social media or even just talking to my friends and my family about mental health because everybody knows I'm very transparent about it and being this person like oh yeah I'm getting healthier just yeah you need to get healthy but I'm not actually doing it like everything I do it has to be genuine and I need to understand Mm -hmm. it because if somebody asks me I genuinely want to be able to explain um kind of like when I was telling you you know, what does love mean to you and asking everybody that and nobody's able to, it's like, I want to be able to explain, like, if somebody asked me, like, you know, 
what is you being healthy? What does it mean to you? I want to be able to explain it. I want to be able to um, give it, paint that picture as, you know, Christina loves like to do. If Christina asks me, I want to be able to fully paint a picture. So paint it visually and even like emotionally and stuff so that Mm -hmm. somebody gets it. And, you know, that's something that I believe right now, just on this healing journey is difficult to come up with is finding what things actually mean to you so and finding out that why because that was actually something in therapy that also came up with is Amber why are you doing all this so the main question then why I think yeah yeah when at the root of the root of the tutor it's Mm -hmm. the why the root of the tutor it's it's the why Mm -hmm. Okay, so are we going to hear more about this then moving forward on oh, no, like for the sure. why, like as you start to ask yourself more, why this, why that, and then breaking it down? Yeah, for sure. I just, I definitely, I just want to share it because, you know, one, um, I just, I know I'm not the only one I'm realizing that I do with certain feelings that I have or certain situations, I always feel like I'm the only one, which is why I might like hold on or internalize things. Um, but I know I'm not. So I know there's somebody out there that can relate, but listen, we're going to get through this. For sure. We're going to get through this. Um, yeah. I definitely want to also put it out there just so later on when I do talk about it, it's, you know, I want to, I personally also just want to see the progression. I want to be able to look to a year two years or you know longer mm-hmm. than that and be able to come back to this episode and just you know into my journals and stuff like Jill Scott like in her um woman album there's one of the songs in there where she just talks about how she went back and reread her journals just to see where her mind was at like I want to be able to just do the same thing and just see where that growth is so I'm going to talk about where I'm at right now and that's what's going on in Amber's Planet okay and a fun one just to end it real quick i need to talk about my tiktok um am i doing good on time no no (laughs) just let me talk about my tiktok thing so i was talking Mm -hmm. to earlier about how like i have a tiktok one of the things that um when i was younger I used to love dancing like I don't know about you or anybody out there like being in middle school and high school and when one of my artists came out with a video and there was some dancing to it and just being able to I did used to record it on VHS but playing it over and over and learning the dance and then being Mm -hmm. able to do it and trying out for um trying out for like dance shows and stuff or talent shows um at school and everything but one of the things that I'm now wanting to do on TikTok, this is a goal of mine because I don't even know how to work TikTok, is the motherfucking Cardi B Up Challenge in that dance, the Sean Bankhead dance, okay? Like, okay. I want to I wanna record it and y'all going to see it and I'm going to come back. Okay. 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 We're right. going to be looking forward to that. Okay. Y'all look forward to it. Y'all look forward to it. Yeah. Hold me accountable. Hold me accountable. I got you. I got you. <laughs> I'm holding you all kinds of accountable. <laughs> yes. Okay. Thank you for that so little bit of grace on time, Christina. But that's first <laughs> planet. That's what happens when you get. I need to come. Planet. She just. You go down the fucking black hole, and I'm like, uh-huh. <laughs> you take a nice little detour right up in there. <laughs> 
But no, we appreciate it because it needs to happen sometimes. You can't just be limited to time when you're just talking about where you're personally at in your life and in your journey. Like, I can't be talking on that. Like, I got to speak. That's why I was just like, no. So continue, friend. I'm going to just, no, but it's cool. So, respect. But yeah, no, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for that. Respectfully. Respectfully, no, bitch. Respectfully, no, bitch. But let's go ahead and get into the main joint, main session this week. So as you guys remember, as of um, on last week's episode, Amber explained to you guys that since our show is bi-weekly, we'll each take an episode when it comes to the main topic. Deep, Amber said deep dive. I'm saying main topic, main session, main joint. We just gonna have different names for this, you know. Depends on where we're at in our life, like with Amber's plan that you see and how it goes. So for this week, for my first um, kickoff of episodes, I have a little show and tell have a little story to tell and then we're going to do something a little different I hope this flows because I'm like oh I hope this goes I'm all excited about it I start thinking about all these ideas and things and so okay follow follow so we're going to talk about planting and gardening okay but when we're talking about this I want you to think about your life Oh my God, okay. 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 Follow me, because you know sometimes I'll be I'm like, following. okay, you know, I'll be a little high. But anyway, <laughs> you know, I'm a stoner. Here's my show and tale. <laughs> okay, so this is a bold plant, and I have a story to talk about this. I'm not going to really tell about it. Is that real? I love the pot. Yes, it's real. Okay. Okay. I just <laughs> this is. I'm like, yes, it's real. It's not no fake ass plant. Like this ain't no Hobby Lobby shit. Like, first of all, hold up. Time out before we even get started. I said I have show and tell. You think I'd, you know what? Bring this fake ass plant on here. A Hobby Lobby crafting plant? Don't ever. Anyway, here is this plant. It is a bulb plant. I just, I have a story to tell about this, like I said, one day. But um, when we were plant, when I was planning this episode, you know, Amber and I are doing our like producing or writing things out when we want to talk about certain topics or things come to your head. So, um, like this past week or the last couple of weeks, I've really had to readjust the way I move and do things because I've had some new things added onto my plate, some new tasks. And so I realized the way that I was doing things was just not working. And so I have a dry erase calendar that I've been using and like I keep track of like things that we're doing for the podcast, things that I'm working on in my personal life and just like life things, you know. But also there are moments at night when certain words pop into my head when I'm trying to plan something or come up with something and one of the words I wrote down was inner glow and I was like oh I don't know why something like that is just coming to me then so that was one moment then I had a separate moment where I was writing down all of my notes for today's show and all that what I wanted to talk about and so when I was taking it back full circle to lessons from therapy when my therapist was telling me want need and deserve and I was thinking about like the relationships that I want to cultivate like the relationship that I have with myself, the relationships that I want to cultivate with my friends and with food and with money and with all these different areas of my life, like what are the steps that I'm taking to see those things through through a positive end? Because I also just recently had a moment where I realized like I haven't been the best friends to a lot of my friends and there are things that I need to take accountability for and just be better at. And so I had this plan, I had the words, I had cultivate and all these different things I was thinking about and so I want us today to talk about cultivating the life we want need and deserve and so 
Um, I want to start with the definition of cultivate. And so what I found there, it says to prepare and use for raising crops. Again, think about your life, your life, Amber, your life audience. Think about your life. Um, and it says also to loosen up and break up the soil about growing for growing plants or to improve by labor, care or study or refine. And so I found some information on this website and these are some of the questions and things that we're gonna talk about. The website um, is wowfarm.biz. And what this is, it's the first article that popped up and I thought it was kind of cool like as I was reading it to relate it back to our lives. And so it's the seven steps to farming. And so we're gonna go through the seven steps and I have some questions for you when it comes to the seven steps of farming. Okay, are we gonna go one by one? Yes. I get for it is and I get forgetful and I'm like, please don't yeah. go through all I'm literally sitting here like please don't go through all seven of them because I'm gonna be that I'm that one who's like wait, what wait, what was number three again? Wait, hold on. But what'd what you say that? at three though? What was number four though? Because I was is, trying to take so, notes and I was like, what? Okay, <laughs> what? just listen and baby steps. Okay, I'm the one baby, baby steps. steps. Okay. I got you. Okay. Sorry, I need a sip of water. Okay, so the seven steps to farming. So step number one, again, keep remembering, think about your life. So step number one is to compost. And so for me, I'll be honest, when I think about compost before we even get into it, I really didn't know much. And I'll be honest, I'm not the best at like growing plants. I know I showed y'all one, but I killed two plants last year. It just really met the whole 2020 theme. But I'm not really good on farming, but I just, was really into this article so I thought compost was like gross and like waste and you know all the like leftover stuff that you're not going to use like if you juice and you have all that stuff left over from juicing that can be used as compost okay so compost the key to compost is following all the steps and making sure you add just the right amount of water one of the most important things for compost are worms they add a lot of vitamins to the compost and so when I read that, I thought, when again, thinking about what I thought about what compost was before I really understood how it works in the whole process, I was like, wait, that's like waste. And going through my healing journey and really peeling back the layers, I have felt like waste to other people and even certain family members or friendships. A lot of times as Black women, I feel like in jobs, like, even in the cult, like in our culture, like people still shit and just like treat us like, oh, that's ghetto or that's that, but oh, y'all, y'all can rock braids and stuff like that, you know? And so I've felt like waste a lot of times in my life. But for me, with the change perspective and outlook on life, it's like when you start to change how you look at things, it can change your life. And so a lot of that shit had nothing to do with me, like why I felt that way. It's like, oh, you're intimidated you have your own, a lot of times it's like people have their own shit that they need to deal with, but they don't know how to deal with it. And so they're really projecting. And so they make you feel like compost and feel like waste. And so it's like, but compost is beautiful and it really helps things to grow. And so do you feel like you've got some compost in your life or have you ever felt like that before? And if so, like, what are you doing to work on that? So that is question number one in step one, you guys. And you know what, side note, 
follow along if you want to take some notes and like write down the steps and relate this back to your life because this can be like a homework assignment and something that you can work on too mm-hmm. but take it away um no I and I don't think I do right now one just because I wasn't mindful um of it but and nothing's popping to my head but even my understanding of just like what compost um is and I knew another thing like with composting is also like to deduce waste but reusing it and putting it somewhere else and Uh I could just say right now in my life like there's a whole bunch of shit just from childhood trauma that I don't want to reuse you know and it's hard for me because I know that the important part with composting too is uh, of course to deduce the 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 waste but um like being able to you know you having the earth reuse its nutrients that was already there but for me no I don't have the compost because I don't feel like what what had been grown up to this point or up to like you know some some years ago it I don't think it was healthy you know, mm-hmm. so I just, right now, I don't have anything that I would use to bring it back in here to to nourish what I'm now trying to bloom, hmm. if that makes sense. No, it totally does. And so, again, I'm not a gardener. I just read the steps, and I was just reading the steps and thinking about life, like how mm-hmm. can I apply this to life? And talking about it and like you said like it also helps you don't want to re go you know go through things from childhood because it's trauma and it's like I'm not trying to reuse that but I think there are certain parts of our life that we can you know take and reuse to our life today not all of the trauma of course but um yeah you know I guess when I think about it too when you put it that way is that there are certain people in my personal life who have made me feel like like trash or I wasn't going to be you know used or anything like that and it's just like no that's not the case like mm-hmm. and I hate to use the same woman's trash is another man's treasure but like that's fine and that is your view and that is your perspective on how you see me but that still has nothing to do with me yeah. like I'm still great and I can still flourish and still continue and it's all about setting like a solid foundation like our foundation isn't been so solid again with the childhood trauma but what pieces from my foundation and from my past can I still utilize or, you know, replant or. Yeah. And for me, because there's a lot, I don't remember. Remember, I I think I talked about, we talked um, about that. We talked about it like last week is like, what, at what point was our innocence like broken? And for me, Mm -hmm. I can't even remember, like, you know, I didn't have a childhood, so there's not, I I can't, and this is what I'm working on, because there's actually a book that I'm, like, working through right now um, to find my inner child, so so this is why my response is the way that it is right now, No, because I don't, I didn't have a childhood, so there's not anything that I can come up with that's good to take away from my childhood to bring it here. Like, I'm exploring that right now. Are you, You're exploring looking for the good in your childhood or just Well, I'm just looking. I'm trying to find my inner child, like, where it mm-hmm. was, because I'm not in tune with her. I, I don't, I, I don't know. 
So I'm actually, I'm trying to find and explore her. Okay. Okay. I like that. Pers- I mean, not that I like that perspective, but the fact that you're taking the steps, you know, you, it's something that you're aware of, you've recognized, and you're taking the steps to find that piece, at least get there. You know, there's a certain yeah. journey. Everyone's journey is going to look different. And we all go back to our childhood and uncover some things that make, make you take a, di- a different path to better understand who you are and why certain things happen or why you can't remember or why did you choose to sort of block out certain pieces of your childhood mm-hmm. you know yeah but, okay 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 we're gonna move on to step two step two okay step two says amendment and this is according again to their website so taking care of your bed and soil is very crucial for a successful harvest and healthy plants adding other organic materials like compost, manure, et cetera, to your soil and beds is also necessary for having rich and nutrient-filled soil. So I'm thinking about like, what different materials have you added to your life to, what different materials have you added to your life? But no, I even think about mine, like, remember like something simple. Let me give you an example. So. Amber and I were talking about like eating we were talking about foods or something because I'm always just talking about food and so I was telling Amber I had made it was the day I think I made the burrito so I made a bunch of burritos you guys to meal prep right wrapped them up in the freezer labeled them and all of that and so I was talking about how I reheat them up and I was like it's the little things that I've added to my life that make me happier and I love food so it's like even how I reheat up my food I don't use the microwave like I've only used the microwave maybe three times this year and I'm like, I just don't want to put that energy into my food, but it just tastes better. Like I roll my burrito around a little bit of olive oil, sea salt and all that. And like, that shit is fire. And so we were talking about coffees because Amber was getting a coffee and I was like, yo, you need to get you a frother. <laughs> and so <laughs> make you a coffee at home, like get the little tools and things that are just going to make your coffee taste better, your food taste better, your bed taste better, you know, feel better or something. So what materials have you added to your life? Because you have added some. I know you made that face, but you have added some. I made the face because I'm glad that this one is in there because okay. <laughs> I was this like, amending <laughs> and adding, adding manure, which is literally shit and toxic, which is actually helps. It goes to prove, and it answers my question <laughs> from earlier. <laughs> and I'm laughing because I'm like, you know what? Okay. Because I really was like, is being healthy, like, is it, it's going to be boring. Like, I feel like I need some type of, like, just some, like, <laughs> some type of toxicity in there. And this answers it. I get it. I can still, but do I can you still need be healthy. It? Yeah, you do. Because if you need manure in order to grow, <laughs> I need some manure in my life. I need some bullshit in my life then. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so, okay. But this I'm was the- my lesson plan <laughs> as a teacher. And I'm like, uh, and I'm looking at the class like, this was this, not supposed to go. This is it. not the plan that but, I had. Okay. Is- <laughs> I'm going to flip it. I'm going to flip it for okay. you. I'm going to flip it. Okay. Okay. I'm going to flip it for you. To answer my question on like you know with the toxicity and just why you do need manure because yes you do you need it in your life because that is where you're actually going to grow like how how do you know if you've really healed or grown if there's 
not any type of bullshit that you end up going through, which is what, you know, we like to call your tests and your trials. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So this is where I like my, my perspective, like how I would think of it is like this, the, the amendment is the tests and the trials. Okay. Okay. So that's how I'm going to put that and just say that, but it answers my question. I get my little bit of toxicity. Okay. (laughs) Well, materials that I have added to my life, like materials doesn't necessarily need to be materialistic things. You know, that's not the things that are always going to make you happy. Like getting a frother, Amber gifted me a frother, like, and it's bomb. I mean, when I'm I'm tried out, I know it's bomb, but um, it's something like, like, is it Christina? try it out but <laughs> I already know because I think what you made so I already know I trust it I've seen it in action but like getting this plant is a material to my life that's helped me feel better like it's just the little things that I think if we can make the slight difference that will really make a real a difference in our lives in our daily lives and still being locked up in the house again Amber and I are both from Colorado she lives in Atlanta though now but here in Colorado just know <clears throat> a lot the, the last couple of days and I hate cold weather, but I've been living here my whole life. I've moved briefly to another colder state. But like what I'm saying is that there's seasonal depression. So if you live in a cold weather state and you don't like it, you're already locked up in the house. We're still living through historical events. You're tired. So it's like, you know, if you're going to be in the house, you know, I know it's not always easiest, but, you know, try to make it the best that we can. And, you know, the most enjoyable experience is the little things. But we're going to go on to step number three. Okay. Okay. Jeez, here we go. My lesson. I'm the teacher. Step three I'm is that planting. Badass kid. Step three is planting. And so I copied and pasted this from the website, you guys. But um I didn't what I copied here for step three is what one of the ladies from the website said about planting and what she likes about planting. And I just liked it. But she said, I like planting because once it starts growing, you get all excited because of all your hard work is sprouting. How do you feel your planting process is going? Um, my planting process is not going so well. And this okay. is coming from somebody, I've been doing a pretty good job is actually keeping my plants alive lately. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But me personally, in my healing journey, it's, it's not going so well. Mm-hmm. This is the self-sabotaging, you know, and... Um, when she says planting though, is it the planting of the seeds or she's talking about the now seeds it's like and then seeing it grow the seed. So she it's is- the planting the seed mm-hmm. and seeing the process, seeing what your hard work, you know, come to life. So nothing's like bloomed yet, right? No, she just said, again, I like planting because once it starts growing, you'll get all excited because all of your hard work is sprouting. So it's sprouting. So we're still in the planting process. So because you are where you are right now, then that makes me think, are you completely unsatisfied with your whole planting process? Because is this just a moment where you're going through something? Does this really define your whole planting process in amber? You know? No, I am like, if I'm painting a picture and just kind of trying to visualize this entire process, um, let's just say like how I'm visualizing, how I'm visualizing it is mm-hmm. I have this house that's on some land and then I have this like patch that's like fenced off. 
of my garden not even a garden I would just say like my um my planting area because I just for lack of better word um and how I'm visualizing myself with this question the planting and how you're asking me how it looks and it's 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 completely a mess like you know and Mm -hmm. I wouldn't even say there's a goddamn gate around it it's unprotected okay (laughs) which Mm -hmm. means my peace is unprotected (laughs) like you know what I'm saying there's no boundaries around it or anything um it's definitely not being well watered at all and Hmm. you know which is a part of of that um also but it's it's definitely not being well watered I don't know if that's one of the steps so I hope I'm not jumping ahead (laughs) (laughs) sorry I'm just playing the picture I'm just sitting here you do paint the picture me like how I just like sat here and just kind of looked at it it's just how I envisioned myself right now is just like what you asking that is me just standing there like this and I know those who's listening can't see me but you know my arms are folded you're just standing there tapping your foot looking at this like this is motherfucking pitiful this is some bullshit this This is not this is not what I like you know like okay we got but what about all of your all of my seeds all of your seeds that are sprouted that's what I'm saying do all of Mm -hmm. these seeds like there's a part of your area and field that may not be that's unfenced it's dusty crops it's rough but the rest of the field over here it's not blooming but it's not that it's not all that amber oh this over here is beautiful really I'm telling you where my mind is right now like I said earlier I'm self-sabotaging so my ass and probably unconsciously and consciously open the gate gone through <laughs> gone through but shit my ass probably don't went there and kicked over every motherfucking thing and damaged it yeah. my own god that's self-sabotage you know like mm-hmm. purposely going in there you know going in there and, and sabotaging it literally like you know probably done pulled some shit up kicked it cut it like and it's just a wreck right now Mm-hmm. so I'm but I'm definitely like I, I really like this so I definitely want to keep going because I'm like okay maybe okay. this will help me <laughs> not sabotage if I look at everything like this yeah I mean yes yes that just let's go to step four okay watering watering is step four <laughs> so that's why I looked at you when you said watering for those of you who are listening I forget that sometimes I don't describe that I always tell you to paint a picture, but I'm not like painting a picture for listeners, but um, step four is watering. So this one's kind of long, but I'll go ahead and cut it down. Watering is one of the most important parts of farming. Yes, it is. Did you? Okay. I just want to make sure you got that. We always water the plant after planting the seeds to quote unquote, tell the plant it is time to grow. After a few days, you will see a little sprout come out to make sure the plant has enough water we set up irrigation lines. If the plants don't have enough water, they will grow slower and the quality of the production won't be as good as the ones that um, do have enough water. Also, plants can die from a lack of water. We don't water the beds when it's hot because it would dry up quickly. Morning and evening are the best times for watering plants. And so when I read that, you know, I already naturally, like, I just drink a lot of water in general. Like, I have a couple gallons, and I just love, I don't leave the house without water. So, I think about literal water, but <clears throat> obviously, what are you watering yourself with? What are you watering your soul and your spirit? Are you nourishing yourself? Makes me think of when you said my scalp was malnourished. 
Yeah, but we know it, it, it was definitely <laughs> well-nourished because it was shiny. <laughs> we, did, we know this, okay? It was shiny, all right? She's never going to let me live that down. I will never let you live that down. She's ever. never going to let me live that down at all. Period. Never. But um, It's going to be my funeral. She's going to be like, yeah, and... When I met Amber, <laughs> we had a funny time, and... No, but... um. Yeah, even something as simple as like the frother. That is something that waters and nourishes me because it makes me happy because I enjoy good coffee, but I also know financially I'm trying to get better and I also just stay in the house. Like I don't, I haven't, I went out for the first time yesterday in like six days. I'd be in the house, okay? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so if I'm being here again, I need to find things that are going to help me feel good. Writing helps me more. I found like a style of pen that I like. And I wrote it down on my phone. I'm like, I like these kind of pens. And I really like to write. I went to the bookstore last week and got myself a book on a topic that I've genuinely be, have been interested in since I was a child. But I've also deprived myself because of what the things that I thought that I had to, like certain steps or things that I thought I had to be into. And so it was, you know, just whatever. But, um, and I think that was more of like peer pressure and being a teen and being a kid and just like, oh, I don't want to, I don't want anybody to know because I'm trying to be cool. And now it's like, no, I want to know more about that. So I'm going to water and nourish my spirit and read more about these certain topics. And so you brought up watering. How do you feel about how your watering process is going? Like what really think about all of the steps that you do or do not do to water yourself. Um, there are steps that I know that I know I have in order to keep myself water, but there's also a lot of things that I'm trying to figure out to add to, I Mm -hmm. would say this, this, uh, watering pitcher to water, to keep myself, um, hydrated Mm -hmm. and even, right now mm-hmm. again because I'm in self-sabotage mode but mm-hmm. there's a lot of things that I used to do to water myself that you know I don't anymore like even um I got a massage like physically this is what I'm going to talk about now is physically what I was saying before was just mentally and spiritually but mm-hmm. <clears throat> um there's even I, I got a massage and the masseuse was telling me which you know I'm not a professional masseuse but he was like uh you're dehydrated and <laughs> you need wow he said you're you either getting that. there if you're not well and I was like oh I was like how do you know he was like in your caps and your um is it are these your what's the trap he said the trap something I can't remember what this muscle I'm not is. even I about to forgive say, me yeah. me neither so you know what um <laughs> I don't remember, you know, like right now, but it was, it started with a T, whatever was back mm-hmm. there. So at the um, base of the neck right here. Yeah. You know, and you're right. You mm-hmm. do drink a lot of water and like, I'm trying to get up to that point and there I'm right now trying to figure out what steps or what it is that like will water me. Like I, I know the things that do work for me is like, saging and cleaning like cleaning is so therapeutic to me mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. so 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 therapeutic to mm-hmm. me um cleaning saging you know um reading for sure mm-hmm. that's water in my mind and everything and there's other things definitely for sure that, that I'm trying to find out 
like even a routine I feel like would that count yeah I think so yes yes especially now because that's something my therapist also told me is that I need to work and one of my friends was telling me I was telling her I was struggling with something she's like girl I had to create a routine for myself that really keeps me going because once you fall again being in this damn panini it's like you in the house all day I don't have to get up I don't have to get dressed like this is the only time that I get dressed like other than that my hair stays in two strand twists and I'm looking you know crazy but still like this week I've like started to create a routine for myself in the morning that helps me to at least get out the bed so I'm not laying around all day it's like you need to get out the bed you need to physically move she told me mm-hmm. to allow like through going through quarantine allow mobility like literally get up and move like if you're always like I'm always in this office space but take your laptop to the you know couch don't turn on the tv but do something else but literally get up and move so I think that it does help and also with watering now that I'm thinking about it going through all these steps I think it's also important for you to redefine or just simply define what these steps and things are going to mean like watering for me is going to look completely different for you so what works for you may not work for me or I'm just not in that phase or whatever the case may be but you just need to simply figure out what's going to work for self how do I keep myself water watered how do I keep myself nourished throughout this whole process like we are still locked up and we still need to keep ourselves you know as sane as can be or you know trying to keep pushing forward but Mm. take those steps so water yourself rain down I'm like let me grab some water Um, (laughs) come on SWV bring it back all right so let's move on to step number five um step number five is weeding so is what weeding 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 okay yes to weed our beds we have to kneel between the beds and pick up plants that may have grown in the wrong spot or weren't planted there we pull up the crab grass and the nettles and nettles that are in um, in the way of crowding the proceed, uh, produce we sell or just making the garden look ugly or dirty. The hardest thing about this is that if you touch nettles, your hands sting for a while. So again, as we're going through these steps, you guys, like think about your life. Like what are the weeds in your life? Mm. I, when I read this, I automatically thought about people. Mm-hmm. like when it said um it says okay it says pick up the plants that may have grown in the wrong spot or weren't planted there and I think about people who are planted like in our lives or have been in our lives like and they just aren't the best it could be family and it's like some of these people need to be weeded out of your lives mm-hmm. it could be certain co-workers and certain relationships that you just no longer again taking it back you no longer want to cultivate like this relationship isn't going anywhere or you're over there and it's like no hard feelings but I just really need to remove you from my life because I I just watered so I'm not trying to water no weeds in my life weeds mm-hmm. also can be I have a shitty habit with spending habits when it comes to spending like money on food or on clothes or just things that I really don't need trying to mm-hmm. keep up for appearances I really need to weed that thought process out of my mind. I need to weed out my addiction to toxicity and like wanting part of that in my life and weed this man out of my life. Like this can't keep happening, you know? So when I read that, I didn't really have a question, but 
what do you feel about the weeds in your life or just the whole process of it? So I'm going to actually just say what what stood out to me the most and what just came yeah. from you reading that definition, what stood out yeah. and what came to mind um, yeah. was talking about the nettles and when you, if you touch it, it's going to sting for a while. And what mm-hmm. came to mind was trauma. Mm-hmm. And like going back, you know, when you're healing and you mm-hmm. gotta, in order to heal, it's like, you gotta do that shadow work that, you know, that I've talked about or mentioned and mm-hmm. it's going back and having to touch that and revisit things and it's going to sting, sting for a while it's going to sting mm-hmm. for a while mm-hmm. trust me i know because i'm going through this shit right now it's stinging like i hate this shit like i hate it i'm not even gonna sit here and fucking lie like i hate it right but, I but it is that but a part of it comes to- hmm? I was just going to say, do you feel like the process that you're in right now, is it necessary? Is it, are you starting to understand the purpose of it? And like, yeah, okay, no, so I've now we're here to before. Yeah, no, I've, I've understood it before. And it is, it's the, in, in order to heal, like you have to, what I've learned is, and what I now understand is that the reason why you have to go back and revisit traumas is because you you need to do that in order for your body to desensitize it like Mm -hmm. you know not to erase it it's just for you to be desensitized from it because if if you never do it's going to be sensitive and anything can you know if there's anything that's triggering because you're still sensitive um, sensitive to it then you're going to react physically emotionally mentally to it but if you go back and revisit it and desensitize yourself from it then if there is something that used to trigger you isn't going to trigger anymore because you're desensitized to it so yes, it is important and I do understand that. I'm I'm just saying like I hate it because again, your hand is going to sting and it hurts when you when your hand stings and then that also has to fucking heal. <laughs> yes. Like damn, now I got to heal. I was already trying to get over this and now I got to deal with that and now we got this. Wow. Okay, great. This is too it's just too much piling up on each other. It you know? is. Yeah. So do you feel like though in that weeding process, besides from touching the nettles and the hand stinging and going back into trauma, um, do you feel like there are certain things, certain thought processes, certain people that need to be weeded from your life in order to move yeah. to the next I think, step? In yeah, process? I think that's constant. It's going to be a constant thing. I mean, just like with gardening, that's going to be a constant thing because you can you can pluck and pull something up and then it just re-sprouts somewhere else though and maybe in a different form and you got to go and right. pluck that up. Yes, yes. Okay, that was good. All right, step six. That's, what did I just say? Step six. number six. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh my God. That's Christina, not what you think about? I, I'm not. I'm like, that's not. That's not where my mind is at. That's not where my mind is you at. Shall. Oh my god. Okay. Nope. Let's move on. Let's move on. Okay. Moving along. Okay. <laughs> okay. Moving along. Um, step number six: harvesting. Okay. When you harvest, you have to make sure that you don't damage the leaves by soaking them in too much water 
when you wash them. You also have to make sure that you pull the plant by the roots and that the roots come out. Then you can cut them. You also have to make them look presentable so that people will want to buy them. I'll address that. Editors, so make them look pretty. I like harvesting. This is somebody saying what they like about it. I like harvesting because I like how I can make them look pretty and neat. I also like to be gentle when picking them out because it's how you're supposed to pull them out and because it just calms me down um, to, to be gentle with the plant. And so there's a few things when I thought about that when it comes to harvesting, like back to what I said when I wrote down on my dry erase board, inner glow, when it says you wanna make them look pretty. I personally, just transparent moment right now, I've been having some issues or kind of battling with accepting my full physical appearance. I'm sorry, is that right? I'm sorry. Um, dealing with my full physical appearance and accepting myself for who I am. So it's mm -hmm. like from like my skin breaking out to like my body weight to like my boobs and stuff like that. And just like looking at my body naked. And so I want to get to that place where I really start to love and fully accept myself for the outer beauty, but like really I want to work on the inner glow. And so when I was reading that and it said, make them look pretty, it's like, I want to get there, but I really want my inside to be like really fucking beautiful, you know? Mm -hmm. And so what is your harvesting process like for you when you hear that? I don't have a process but what I think about um what was coming to mind as you were reading that and then giving your perspective is it, it sounds like and um what I'm comprehending and understanding from the harvesting and just it's like a presentation type of thing like and that's why mm -hmm. they say like make it look pretty and everything and I I think that's the time to where it's like okay this is where you present yourself to somebody else like whether it be a friend or your child or um shit work what about to your yourself, to yourself I mean that's what all that stuff was I'm talking about the harvesting part but like I feel like yeah. this is the part where you are that's what the water you're is so for. funny <laughs> That's what the water, listen, that's what all that other shit, that other shit was for you. Listen, step one through five is for you, okay? Now, the people, the loved ones, your loved ones is what it sounded like gets your, gets step six, which is the harvest. And it's like, now I'm able to hear and bring you my, whether it be love or my empathy or my sympathy or a hug or anything. And it's, it's nice and pretty. And this is what I'm giving you mm -hmm. right now. And it's healthy and it's nice mm -hmm. and pretty. It's not toxic. Like, you know, you'll be nourished from it because I made sure in steps one through five, mm -hmm that mm -hmm. everything was going to be good so now I'm at step six so now what I'm giving you and presenting to you and giving of myself to you is nice pretty and healthy and, and nurturing and nourishable I think too though like you said it is for other people for sure because this is this presentation time like steps one through five is for yourself but this is also for you like the harvesting and the next step I'll just go ahead and put out there is, is delivery but like when I was talking about my lessons from therapy, it's like, what is the relationship that I want to cultivate with myself? Like I think mm -hmm. about how do I talk to myself? How do I feel about myself? And so it's like, yeah, those steps for, for everyone else, but I don't 
even for the, when it comes to the physical, when I like put on my makeup or do this, like today it was to record, but like, I also wanted to wear this headband. I want to try something new. And I was just like, Mm -hmm. this is for me, you know? So like, I want to love and accept that. And I want to appreciate it. Like I've seen a post that said something like for the rest of the year, like if you see me out, I'm going to be overdressed once the shit is over. Like once quarantine is is over because we've been locked up for so long. Like I'm going to overdress wherever I go because I want to. And so although this is, I see your part of, you know, being presented to other people but I think it's also for self you know yeah you know when you're fixing yourself up to look pretty and do all that it's like I colored my hair because I wanted to color my hair amber color is a blonde now for those of y'all can't see blondes have more fun so it's like I didn't do this for y'all like I'm fully for me you're a full blonde okay (laughs) from a rooted to the two to what some natural curls going on but you know, so I just, I guess I look at it from that part, but I think it's interesting to look at it from both aspects and, you know, presentation. No, it is, because, yeah, if you wouldn't have even said that, I would have never thought, I wouldn't say I would never, but in this moment, it didn't even, it did not cross my mind of that this is for you, like, I automatically mm-hmm. said of giving myself, and and that's because one other thing that I thought about and just realized and because um, I was talking um, or thinking about purpose this week and, you know, like, why, like, why am I here? What am I supposed to be doing? But like one of mm. the things of like who I am and that's just a part of me is I'm a servant. Like, you know, I'm somebody who I, I like to serve, whether that be my community or other people. It's just me. So even in therapy and you know one like one of my responses when my therapist when I said my therapist asked like why am I doing a lot every a lot of the reasons that I was like telling her was for other people to help other people so mm-hmm. I, like my response it was is naturally going to be like this is for other people like I'm able because steps one through five I did so well and it's healthy and now I have this beautiful presentation I'm now able to um nurture or give nourishment to other people because I make sure that I am well nourished so now I'm able to pour out and it's not going to be toxic shit that I'm able to pour out and it ain't going to be ugly or rotted or anything mm-hmm. like that and full of preservatives it's not going to be that right yeah you definitely are y'all Amber definitely is a giver like when she lives here for you go over her house when we used to record you used to cook dinner and mm-hmm. you would have a whole plate in a presentation like amber cooks for you she's that friend and so and you don't get yes. play listen and <laughs> i am like inc- all my friends know like you're not getting no paper plates like i i love like i enjoy like nurturing like making other people feel good and just serving and stuff like if my friends are gonna do it like the presentation is gonna be there you gonna get a glass mm-hmm. plate mm-hmm. a glass to drink out of <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> like mm-hmm. it, it's gonna be nice what do you what, what would you like to drink like you know I'm just like but you have you to want? remember I'm gonna go to, to the store and do that. yourself so and right which is you know yeah and that's the steps one through five that I need to that's what I'm working on them one through five mm-hmm. so like when you have that picture like I got a glass of wine right here okay but when you have that this is for Amber the rest of this is for Amber and I'm pouring this for Amber straight up my two buck check but like yeah, I just wanted to see you pour more into yourself. Yeah. Because you deserve. You want, need, and deserve. Full circle. Last step, okay. like I said, 
<laughs> step seven is delivery. So um, because they are a farm, I think they're more talking about like their, what am I trying to say? This is just more for their marketing and how you need to really see the sale completely through because you do mm -hmm. have to present it to your customers. And so um, there are some things I think we can take away from this. Again, delivery to self. That's what I'm thinking of when I was reading these steps is that yes, it's for other people, but delivery to self, what am I delivering to myself? So when one is delivering products, one must be professional. It's crucial to quote unquote sell our products with our looks. It's important that good impressions are set while going on a delivery. It's also important to have all the paperwork in order because that's money we're playing with. That's our profit that can be ruined if we can't, if I'm sorry, if we aren't precise and aware of what we're doing. I like this particular job because it allows me to meet who is in charge. It feels as though I play a role in the business world is what somebody said there. Mm -hmm. And so again, a lot of that was more on their commerce and making sure that their products are tip top. So that way they're able to have returning customers. But, and I think it, that you can translate this into any business. It's like, I'm having a product that I'm going to present to the general public. I need to make sure that this is a good product, but think about yourself as the product and like I'm the buyer like I'm I know it sounds like a two-person kind of thing but I'm like I am the product but I'm also buying so like I got to make sure that like when I'm ready to deliver like I'm comfortable and I'm good with the products that I have from within like the things that I've cultivated from within the work that I've put in the healing that I've done I feel mm -hmm. more comfortable now advocating for myself so it's like when I'm here to deliver I'm here to deliver and this is not about you this is all about me like I'm doing this all for me and I it sounds like now that I'm saying this out loud because I really didn't say this out loud I feel like it sounds like I'm being selfish and it's a sad thing I think as a black woman like when we talk about ourselves like some I feel like some of us may feel like we're being selfish or like because we're and always not it at all giving. Yeah. And it's just like, but it's okay for me to like use these whole steps and keep applying them to myself because I've mm -hmm. been worried about pleasing others or doing for others. And I like completely have neglected Christina and forgot about everything that Christina wanted to do and just like left that little girl in the dust. And it's like, mm -hmm. that little girl had dreams and aspirations and things that she wanted to do. So now you take these steps and apply and go get that. Yeah. So what did you take from that? That was the last step, you guys. Mm, nothing. <laughs> I'm going to water myself. Hydrate. I'm going to hydrate myself, too. I'm going to hydrate myself because, and that ain't water. <laughs> that ain't water, y'all. Amber has a Moscow Mule cup. I clearly, I have a hydro flask water bottle. Yes, I'm telling. <laughs> First of all, I'm a nigga. So just because it's a particular cup doesn't mean that's what's in it. What's in it? Moscow Mule. Okay, so anyway, <laughs> you didn't take nothing from step seven for delivering. I didn't say I didn't you, take him. I just, nothing's coming to mind like, like nothing. the other ones. <laughs> Do you feel like you need to deliver uh, anything to yourself? See, this is where I feel like this is part of where you stop at. You stop possibly, I'm not going to tell you, but I feel like you possibly stop at step five. And so when it's time to like, you know, come back full circle, because you do deliver to other people. You do deliver food. You do deliver service. Like you just said, you do deliver. But what is Amber delivering to Amber? What's at the front door at Amber's door? 
for you. Right. And it's like, I don't it's like have presence to yourself. It is, but I don't have an answer because I'm just mentally not there because okay. even if it was delivering to somebody else, it's like, for instance, if, if you, if I were to think about it as if it's like, um, of course, giving yourself to someone else, right? I'm yeah. not there because I don't feel like people deserve, you know? So that's why I'm just so closed off and I have this wall, you know, and I don't let people in or anything or I don't, there's things I don't deliver. I might present something, like I'll give away like to somebody for free because I just serve. But like in this right. instance, how they're saying delivering in order to like sell and, you know, be out there and everything, because you know like in step six with the harvesting I said friends and family I didn't say anybody else so mm-hmm. but this um but even to myself it's you know um kind of realizing you know do I deserve you know because these are just things that you know I'm going through because of what I've been through in childhood and realizing that and mm-hmm. I wouldn't say going through, I'm working through. Because mm-hmm. where my mindset is right now, I don't know. Okay. I don't know. You know, and I'm just going to be completely 100% honest. Well, I think that's what the show needs. It's like, <clears throat> this is mm-hmm. what this whole purpose of this is for us to be honest and to talk about the healing journey. And this is a part of your journey. And so yeah. this is your time to be honest and transparent um, with everything, you know? For sure. And I'm fully self-aware. Like, you know what I'm saying? And I'm not, now don't get me wrong. I'm not like this whole, I don't want anybody to think I'm just in the completely like this dark place. But if you are, you are. And that's honest. Yeah. You know, and I'm like, it hasn't always been like this. It's just being on the healing journey. It's just opened up a whole fucking can of worms and stuff. And it's put me in an entirely different mental space and everything. But I that is definitely something I'm exploring I would say is the delivery to myself which now in talking to it I don't know um how long we are like in into this segment or anything but and um hopefully I just don't babble on but it's fuck I'm sorry I lost my goddamn train of thought just like that. That's that ADHD, man. So yeah, let's just move on. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, those are the seven steps of um, farming. Again, where I found that resources at is at wowfarm.biz. So just in case you guys want to look at it, all I did was Google, yeah, steps to growing. Actually, I think I Googled like steps to cultivating. Anyway, the point Mm -hmm. is, I think that this is something that you can, always come back to like this is a, always going to be a constant process throughout your life like we can even come back and visit this like at the end of the year and see where we're at and compare the two like mm-hmm. you said you want to come back and see where you're at so maybe we can come back to this and do this again because you know help us to stay accountable and like really reflect like oh, okay look at my growth and look what I did you know so yeah yes that was my main topic and subject session whatever thank you I really appreciate it because now I think it's given me a new perspective so hopefully I'm able to have a different um outlook on certain things so that I can stop self-sabotaging yeah let me and let me just say real quick I didn't plan on saying this but now I'm just thinking like 
one of the things like when it comes to self-sabotage, like notorious for that as well, you know, and something that used to get in my way was overthinking a lot. Like I would start mm-hmm. to overthink and then I'd start questioning myself and start questioning my abilities and like my looks, my parents. It's like, girl, you're not pretty enough. You don't got this. Like you don't have the equipment to produce like that type of whatever. And maybe you don't, but you still have something to work with. So work with what you got. So like, mm-hmm. I really contributes a lot of my growth to like stopping the overthinking. Like it's, it's very hard. And it's obviously steps that you have to take to like work on, but like, for me, I'm just not overthinking shit anymore. And I'm not, I'm not also again, personal to me. I'm not assigning my work to other people's actions. And that is something my therapist said to me. And I'm just like, because you did that, that does not assign or make me like change how my self-worth. Like, I know that I have these and this and this going on for myself. I know that this area of my life is shaky and I'm very aware. You have no idea. Like outsiders have no idea about your own personal shit and be trying to project their shit onto you. And it's like, I know what's going on over here. And that's like, I'm not going to freak out about things that are outside of my control anymore, you know? So that's called the assigning. What did you say? That's um, you're not, you said, I'm not going to assign what? So I'm not, uh, um, I'm not going to assign my self-worth to other people's actions. Oh, I like that. I mean, that, that also goes back to what I was saying in lessons and therapies, like the messages that people send to you. Yeah, it's like that has nothing they to do with it. Yeah. It's projecting. It's projecting. But anyway, to wrap that up, thank you guys. I hope that that message resonated with you guys and that you're able to apply it to your life somehow, some way, and that it all made sense. And that you're even go back to the website and like really read it and stay with it. I'll be honest, I was smoking when I was reading and I was like, yo, deep. We doing that. <laughs> I was like, yo, we gonna talk about this today. The girl was on cloud nine. I, I was, I was mile high club. But anyway, let's get to the game. Yes, <laughs> it is family game night. <laughs> okay, so of course I, I like have three cards, but okay, you ready? Yep. So we're still doing the we're not really strangers game. And I just realized I did not do what I said I was going to do last episode. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. I'm about to give myself some grace. Hello. It's okay. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I like what you do there, friend. I really do. I really do. But okay. Hello. <laughs> okay. No. Okay. Yeah. Christina. Yeah. Do you think I've ever checked an ex's phone for evidence? no 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 that just do you think I um, ever would possibly out of curiosity Mm -hmm. and wanting to know the truth because it's like you don't have time to be you know when someone sit up and lie to you when you because we have an instinct we have an internal instinct where it's like something's off something's not right and so yeah, I think that like if it came like if it got bad, maybe you would check just because like I'm not gonna keep playing these games and this back and forth and you keep coming to yeah. my face and doing that. It's like let's just let's just get to it. But I don't think that you have no, no. I'm have you? Know. No, I don't have an ex. <laughs> a guy. A guy. Mm. No. 
No. Okay. No, I don't think no, because I haven't really like talked to anybody where I was that deep in there where I feel like I have the right to. Hmm. But do you ever see? But that's the thing. We may not have the right to. Like, do you have the right to go through the phone? I don't know. Like, do you? <laughs> no, it's like because oh, well, I then, don't. Okay, I do okay, to, like, okay, <laughs> okay, okay. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Okay, because we do have a little. This is this is why this game is good. Let's talk about it. So, if you're in a committed and again, I have not. For those of you listening, and if this is your first time listening, I have not been in a relationship. I'm 32 years old, and I have not been in a relationship since junior or senior year of high school. Okay, I graduated in 2006. So, into who, Christina? I know you've been in relationships, so I do. I seek to somebody who's experienced to ask. I haven't been in relationships like that, though. I haven't been. No, in a but relationship. you've been like in a those... committed relationship, though. Like you've been. Yeah. You've been in an adult committed relationship, even if it was one. I'm like. <laughs> okay, what so then ass? that's why exactly. I mean, shit, you're more experienced than me. Is one more mm-hmm. to my ass. So then my question is, and you know, I open it up to everybody else and please email us and let us know your thoughts at the sugar honey at gmail.com. Please that's sugar with one G. So if you like, do you have the right, like if you're in a committed relationship with somebody, like, is that your right to know and investigate if they're lying to you or not? I don't know. No. I mean, you don't know, but like, what, what would you th- like? Okay, let me just answer the question for you. Like, if I, I don't think you have, just mm-hmm. in knowing you, you just, you're, I'm gonna say you don't seem like, because, you know, we, we all still, who knows? Like, you know, it's just, mm-hmm. who knows? But even with us being friends, as long as we have, you still just don't seem like that type of like, woman to just go through somebody's phone and this is also this question let me just say it doesn't say if it's like fuck I lost my train of thought again I'm sorry y'all but still (laughs) Christina I'm sorry you just you still just don't seem like that type of person to just go and snoop through somebody's phone I low-key kind of did one time. What? <laughs> Give me the I'm story, like, bitch. Give me the I story. Have, I had to think about it for a minute. Okay. When I was younger, this relationship doesn't count, but I was not, I was like very young teen. Okay. And so I did go through this guy's stuff and I was staying with him. And I did find some stuff. Wait, but what were you looking for? You don't have to be like super specific. I wasn't even going through the stuff to look, look, I wasn't going through the stuff to look for anything. I think I was just like, we were at the time I was staying there and I was like in the closet and I could stumble across like a shoebox full of like scraps and like pictures and shit like that. And I was like, oh, what's this? And went through it. So I wasn't even like, I suspect anything. Like I said, I was young and wild or whatever. And I didn't suspect anything, but I did find a couple pictures of some girls who were naked. And so that happened. Um, the other time that I did it, I wasn't again. 
now that I'm telling this story out loud, I'm like, what's wrong with me? <laughs> but again, I was young. This was like this relationship. I'll tell you later, but it was 10 years ago and it was, it was his birthday. We went back to his house. And Wait, he is this the same guy? Wasted. No. And okay. so he was wasted and he passed out on the floor and I was trying to get him in the bed and his phone had fell out of his pocket or something I seen it on the floor and I was laying there and I was staring at it like and it was talking back to you wasn't it bitch it was I was like I was like I was like bitch you got a decision to make and I was like why I don't but the thing is again I did not suspect him to of cheating but I don't know why I just picked up the phone and I was like you got to go through here and I didn't even find anything so like that was it and then the other time no there wasn't yeah that was it so that was like 10 years ago. So I was a completely different person. Do I feel like people have the right to go through the phone? I don't know. It's hard for me to answer. Like I say, no, because I don't like, I feel like if you're going to go look for something, be prepared to find something. And also like when you find it, then what? That was always my thing. Like <clears throat> I used to have friends who will like maybe sometimes do that, you know, go through the phone, trying to break in the phone, going through the house, doing all that stuff. I'm like, but then what? Like, if you find something, are you going to be prepared to leave? Like, and not that you have to leave, but are you also going to be prepared to like confront your partner mm -hmm. about the topic? Like, it don't gotta be no rah-rah, but like, are you going to talk about it? Or are you going to pre present them with the information? Cause it's like, are you just going to sit on it and wait for something to happen and then hit them like, well, you remember a month ago, I went through your phone and then I found this and it's like, I don't know. So it's just like always been one of those weird things because like I really I've been in a relationship, but that relationship was 10 years ago. The other two times that I've talked like have dealt with guys has been on a long distance relationship. So there's nothing for me to go through because I like when I would see them, I wasn't like suspecting anything. And so, mm -hmm. um, yeah, I'm like, I don't know. I like you just got to be prepared to like see some shit that could like really possibly break your heart and like then what? So I don't know. I don't got to answer. Next question. Next, next one. <laughs> like, let's move on. Christina. Yeah, I'm like, okay. let's move on. <laughs> Not that I'm even feeling bad about it. Like, I don't feel bad about it at all. Yeah. Uh, random, just to see if we could do it. And this would more so be for those watching us on YouTube. Do you, do you have some paper in front of you? And a pen? Yeah. yeah. I wonder, would you... Uh, let's say no, let's just go into the next question. question yeah well yeah. this is one that you could like do and stuff and if we have some time after we answer this then maybe we can try it because it's only like four minutes um but okay what subject do you think I thrived in at school and did I fail any subjects I don't know about fail because I like feel like you're very smart <laughs> but um I would say like history and math, like something that's definitely, yeah. Mm -hmm. History and math and writing, like language, was that language arts? Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, I haven't been in school so long. I'm like, what are the subjects called back then? But yeah, failed any? No, I don't feel like you failed any, no. No. Yeah. Um, To answer that, uh, I did fail some classes but it was just like I really had to like just do you know what okay it was in college is really when I like I mm -hmm. received the F and it was women's studies okay y'all I hated that class okay 
I hated mm-hmm. that class. Like I really did because it's just so. <clears throat> and I would I would consider myself semi like feminist and stuff, but like they would just be in there. It was like an argument about everything, like all the <laughs> time, and like you know mm-hmm. everything was just it was just so like exact and like well it was just so complicated I felt like and this was then if I were to take women's studies now I'd probably take it a little bit more serious but like back then I was like huh (laughs) like you know like this is y'all I just felt like women's studies and like for that at that time those scholars like they were over complicating things that I feel like shouldn't have been that complicated if that makes mm-hmm. sense so I did not put a lot of effort into it um but yeah you're right uh I was really good at math history I liked but I didn't really like get more into it until college and then um right actually um <clears throat> I did okay in literature mm. I did okay okay yeah. okay okay but you okay this is what I picture you as a student first of all this mm-hmm. is gonna help with me painting the picture mm-hmm. I feel like you said like kid who just kind of liked to did like whatever they want like what what age what, what grade did you start ditching and that's important I really to, didn't ditch you I didn't, didn't really ditch that. Christina you take me as a ditcher I don't know why but okay um what subject do I think you thrived in at school I would actually say it would have to be something like artistic so it would either been like art class or creative writing mm-hmm. for sure um did you fail any no I don't think you failed any classes I think that well, might have been like knowing you knowing you though like just what I think of like you I think there might have just been I don't think you failed in classes but I think there might have been like classes that you just like subjects you weren't interested in so you didn't put as much like effort into that as you would like if you were interested in it okay well I wasn't a ditcher I don't know why you thought I was a ditcher definitely was not happening there because you know the school would call the house to say if you miss classes and my mom always got them calls she did not play that so like no I wasn't missing a class I did like maybe around senior year sometimes but like it was very rarely that I would ever did so I'm like oh no like I'm going mm-hmm. to class like yeah. I don't care if I don't like this subject I'll be sitting there the whole time like mark me for my attendance and don't call my house don't play that um classes that I did good in yes creative classes because that's just me <laughs> and the way my brain is set up um mm-hmm. so I in high school do you remember um what is the name of that dang school on the west side um ccc or cec cec yes so i went i took my main core classes at my high school and then took the bus over there to cec and so i started doing fashion design classes like my sophomore year of high school so i didn't really take any like electives at my main school and so I did really good there because that at the time, like fashion was what I was into. And so it was like, this is fun. This ain't school, you know? Yeah. Um, and I liked my teacher and I had a few students or classmates that I was cool with. And there were other classes that they had there. So there was like a photography and a food class. So we would always go like kick it with them. Classes that I did not do good in is math. Like I absolutely hated math. I'm not good at like when it comes to numbers and all that. I'm just like, I stare and it's like, I don't, I don't understand. I don't see it um writing I did I love creative writing I still have a project that I found from senior year of high school where we had to make the paper like 
make the paper look old or do something. It was just like an old time piece that we had to do a writing journal on. And I was like burning my paper and like putting coffee on the paper to make it look antique and all that. I was like super into it, like the creative process. But yeah, I did. Yeah, I was just like doing my own thing, just la la la, and then having fun with my friends. And like, yeah, I was the person I was was completely different. But anyway, that was fun. Nice. Okay. Yeah. Do we have a little bit of time? How much time? No, time to wrap it up. So, okay. Thank you for the game. It was nice. That was fun. Maybe we can do this next time because I want us to do it. So, we're going to do it next time. So, bring your pen and your paper, Bo. Okay. (laughs) All right. Well, thank you. That is episode two of the Sugar Honey Ice Tea podcast. Thank you so, so, so much for joining us christina and i are so happy to be back yes, what have <laughs> that's the episode and we will check you all in two weeks because please do not forget we are bi-weekly you can check us out on soundcloud on spotify on google podcast apple podcast and youtube if you want to watch us and look at our beautiful faces woo woo yes Bye. <laughs> thanks for tuning in guys peace out